Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for the reading of the December edition of the Crestone Eagle. My name is Paula Vaughn. Taking a look at an open letter from the directors of the Baca Grand Property Owners Association to all members. The following statement was sent to the Eagle from the Baca Grand Property Owners Association regarding the proposed town of Baca Grand. Dear BGPOA members, we, your board of directors, have been conversing with many of you and continue to hear your thoughts regarding the pending petition to form a town of Baca Grande, which has been filed in the Swatch County District Court. Some of you have asked us for clarification on details. Some have already done your own research to form opinions. Some have inquired about the underlying motivation of the petition, and some are uncertain or concerned about what may happen. So, we are reaching out to let you know we appreciate your engagement, we share your concerns, We've been attending the meetings related to this matter. We've researched various avenues related to associations, townships, and districts, and we've sought the advice of General Counsel to answer some of your more detailed questions. First and foremost, we don't have all the answers and won't pretend that we do. However, we commit to continue investing the time to find answers and to educate our community. We've collectively volunteered as board members to help our community and to contribute, along with your efforts, in improving our community. We take our responsibility to the association, to you, our members, in earnest. With respect to those responsibilities, and based on multiple concerns pertaining to the petition to form a town, which may materially impact members as well as the nature of the Baca Grand, our general counsel has filed a motion to intervene and a motion to dismiss with the Sawatch County District Court. This should not be construed to mean we are against different ideas or even exploring various paths forward. However, our responsibility is to protect the property values of our members and preserve the desirability of the Baca Grand. We feel the petition as filed and currently pursued poses significant risks to our collective future. We are open to different approaches. We believe it is constructive and healthy for the community to research, discuss, and explore various responsible paths forward in a deliberate manner, which may help us collectively provide needed services, maintain our property values, maintain our way of living, and preserve the unique rural nature of the Baca Grande. We also believe any such effort should ensure upfront, with the utmost rigor and care, that these goals can be achieved in a cost-effective, equitable fashion. There are costs and benefits, pros and cons, risks and rewards to any path forward. Ultimately, it will be up to registered voters and Baca Grand Property Owners Association members to decide the most desirable direction. We hope you will remain engaged participate and educate yourselves on this matter. 
For your review and the benefit of our continued conversations, please read the motion to intervene, the motion to dismiss, and frequently ask questions below. In the near future, we plan to host another informational exchange with members, and we will continue communicating with you as this situation evolves. Respectfully, Allison McClure, Claudia Wolf Suganda Brooks, Diego Martinez, Leroy West, Baca Ground Property Owners Association Directors. Frequently Asked Questions Question. Would the formation of a municipal government, corporation, or town automatically dissolve the association? Answer. No. The BGPOA would exist within in a municipal municipality or town just as it does within the county. Many homeowner and property owner associations around the country exist within some of some of municipal government. Question. Would the formation of a municipality mean that we would have to pay city taxes and fees as well as assessments? Answer. Likely. Municipal corporations, i.e. cities, towns, townships, boroughs, villages, etc., are incorporated by the state. The state's constitution, statutes, and or legislature grants a municipality's duration, rights, and powers for a specifically defined area, authorizing the municipality to administer local affairs such as establishing a police force, providing emergency services, and allowing for a municipality's primary revenue streams such as taxes, service fees, and fines. Among other sources, a municipality may also take on debt in the form of municipal bonds and obtain outside funding from central government or other entities in the form of grants. Question. If the court decides the petition is valid, who gets to vote? Answer. Citizens of Colorado register to vote within Swatch County who reside within the proposed boundaries of the proposed municipality will be eligible to vote on the formation of a town or municipality. Question. Why don't all BGPOA members get to vote on this issue? Answer. Per Colorado statute, this would be considered as a matter within a portion of Sawatch County. Only voters registered in Sawatch County and within the proposed boundaries of the municipality are eligible to vote. Registering to vote is a right. However, you must be eligible to vote within the state of Colorado, meet the requirements, and apply to register at least 29 days before an election. For further information, please reach out to the Sawatch County Clerk and Recorder's Office, 719-655-2512. Question. How many votes would it take for this matter to pass or fail? Answer. This ballot issue would only require a simple majority of all ballots cast. In other words, if a total of 10 eligible citizens chose to vote and 6 vote no, the measure fails. Conversely, if 6 vote in the affirmative, the measure passes. This highlights the importance of citizen and member participation. Question. If the motivation for this effort is to dissolve to the Property Owners Association, then what is involved in that process? Answer. This option is specifically addressed within the governing documents of the association and authorizes members to consider such an issue in the event a municipality is formed. 1. Specifically, Article 
14, Section 14.2 of the Amended and Restated Bylaws, titled, states that, in the event a municipality is formed, which includes the development, the members in good standing shall have the authority to vote at any membership meeting to transfer any and all common facilities, property, and equipment to the municipality. Note, membership meetings are not board meetings and vice versa. The annual general meeting is an example of a membership meeting, and special membership meetings are another example. Two, special membership meetings may be called at any time to consider reasonable business of the association, either by a majority of the board or by 20% of members in good standing. Bylaws, Section 5.2. Three, members in good standing would be eligible to vote. Four, the quorum requirement for membership meetings is 20% of members in good standing. Bylaw Section 5.4. 5. Per Section 5.8 of the bylaws, once a quorum is reached, a majority vote of ballots cast by members in good standing shall prevail or decide the matter under consideration. Note, there has been some misconception that Section 14.2 of the bylaws automatically requires a vote in the event a municipality is formed. However, that is not the case. Members shall have the authority to vote if they so decide. No vote is required, and dissolution is not required, nor automatic. Qu question. If the POA were ever dissolved, what would happen to our greenbelts and other assets of the association? Answer. It would be up to our members to decide the ultimate fate of these protected areas and other assets. Per the 10th article of the Articles of Incorporation, in the event of a dissolution, the assets of the association shall be deemed to be owned by the members at the date of dissolution as part of their lots, equally, unless otherwise agreed or provided by law. Note, the use of greenbelt areas is deed restricted as open space, and that restriction would carry onward with the deeds. As mentioned elsewhere in these FAQs, members of the association are not required to transfer any, all, or even portions of the association's assets to a municipality. As such, the greenbelts and parks could remain with the association in perpetuity, or, hypothetically, they could be transferred to a special district or a tax-deductible 501c3 organization. Question. Does the association board intend to raise assessments by 30% every year? Answer. No. While it is our goal to establish a longer-term plan, the budget process and establishment of assessments is required to occur on an annual basis per our governing documents. There has been no work to date on a budget for 2024. As such, any assertion regarding the direction of future assessments is not accurate. Also, History demonstrates that the Baca Grand Property Owners Association has raised assessments only when necessary, and careful consideration has been given to its services and budget when doing so. The assessments for 2023 were raised the minimum necessary to have sufficient funds to perform deferred maintenance on equipment and buildings, address inflationary increases to the cost of services, as well as rebuild our reserves. The 2023 dues will be 
$8.90 per year or $53.41 per month, an increase of $12.33 per month. Question: Is the filing of this petition related to the association's financial health? Answer: No. Neither the Baca Grand Property Owners Association directors nor management are associated with the origination of this petition. In fact, we are pursuing all responsible means to ensuring the long-term sustainability of our association, its equipment, and the assets held in common interest. Question. Are the people behind this petition community members and members in good standing of the Baca Grand POA? Answer. With respect to all involved, we won't comment on either matter. And we have another open letter, opinion piece. Baca Grand should become a town. This was written by Desiree Marceau, Lisa Syriax, and the Baca Grand Committee. Nothing in the Baca Grand will ever change except growth without infrastructure to support it unless the Baca Grand becomes a town. What is the process of incorporation? The Colorado Revised Statutes Governing Incorporation is Title 31, Government Municipal. The process begins with inhabitants of an area that is not already part of a town filing a petition to incorporate with the district court. In this case, the court is in Sawatch County. A petition asking the court's permission to hold an election on the matter of incorporation was circulated this summer, signatures were collected, and the petition was filed with the district court on August 8, 2022. The petition merely asks the court's permission to hold an election on the matter of incorporation. If the court finds the petition matches the criteria set forth by the statutes, it grants the election. The criteria are based on the size of the area, the number of residents, the number of petitioners, and that adequate notification to property owners has been made based on county ownership records. The ballot question is simple, a vote for or against incorporation. While this is not the first time the idea of becoming a town has been discussed, this is the first time the question will be presented for the residents to vote on. Why not annex to the town of Crestone? This option has been widely discussed and researched. Two studies have been done, one in 2003 and one in 2008. In both instances, the committees studying the question decided against proceeding. In 2003, becoming a town was not an option due to insufficient population. In 2008, the study determined that the impact on the town of Crestone by annexation would be too great. Like any other process, annexation has limitations and challenges. An example of a limitation would be the number of square miles that can be annexed at one time. Extending the process of annexing the entire Baca Grande by possibly up to six years. Who would conduct the election for incorporation and what rules would be followed? At the time of the court's determination that the criteria to form a town has been met, there is a court order issued to allow the election. The court will appoint election commissioners who consent to serve by affidavit agreeing to abide by the requirements found in the Colorado Municipal Code for Elections. Adherence to Colorado election statutes will ensure a fair and transparent process of counting the votes, resulting in a decision reflective of the will of residents of the Baca Grande. Registered voters who reside within the proposed town boundary would be eligible to vote. Who determines the mission and community vision of the town? How would the first governing body of trustees be selected? Once the election is held and the majority vote for incorporation, 
Another election will be held to vote on the Town Board of Trustees and the Town Mayor. The future trustees and mayor, together with voters, would determine which revenue streams and how the funds would be best utilized. What makes a municipal structure more equitable? It's important to note that all matters in the formation of the Charter of the Town included taxes, development, growth, land use, regulation, etc., are all required by state statute to be voted on by the citizens residing within the town limits, including both property owners and renters who are registered to vote. The result is transparency and that everyone's voice counts. Municipalities are extremely complex organizations, but at the same time, their operation is closer to direct democracy than any other form of governance. Will my taxes go up? A town structure requires that the residents of the community vote and approve the mill levies required for property taxes, approve taxing certain retail transactions including sales and lodging taxes. Town residents could also have a voice in identifying and prioritizing which services they consider to be important and how they are funded. If you are concerned about taxes, consider your vote for future leadership. Consider a role on the town board. Become involved and learn what options might best shape the future you envision for yourself and our community. How does this compare with our current structure of funding the community, the Baca Grand Property Owners Association, BGPOA? One long-term concern of residents of the Baca Grand is the current inequitable dues structure. Neither the BGPOA nor its governing documents are structured to address this ongoing concern. Over the years, the BGPOA board has explored the possibility of using a tax assessment model. It is not possible due to the limitations of a nonprofit structure and the governing documents. The only option the BGPOA has presented to date is continued increases of dues across the board regardless of the size or development of lots to, to cover increasing costs while reducing services and amenities. Under a municipal structure, property tax assessments will vary with the value of the property. Revenue required to cover expenditures would be generated more equitably than currently under the one-lot, one-do, one-vote system. Are there other sources of revenue available to the town to offset costs for infrastructure? Yes. As a political subdivision of the state, a town is eligible to receive intergovernmental funding for roads, bridges, transportation development, apportionment of taxes from motor vehicle registrations, conservation trust funds, franchise fees from public utilities, revenues from building permits, license fees for retail operations, grants from the Colorado Department of Transportation and the Colorado Department of Local Affairs to assist with infrastructure. A feasibility study is being researched and drafted to explore ways to control costs while maintaining services. Additional funding generated by new revenue streams would be determined by the funding or by the future town council and residents citizens of the Baca Grand. As per statute, once the municipality is formed, current services will be continued for a period of time until the funding streams are in place for the new town. What about our shared community values? The existing Crestone Baca sub-area master plan codified in Article 16 of the Sawatch County Code contains many of these shared values. These documents could be the foundation for our community vision and the corresponding regulations. Various studies over the years show that as a community, we continue to affirm the same values, minimize impacts to the environment, protect dark skies, 
open space. Maintain sense of small community. Infrastructure serves all segments of the community. Spirituality is honored. Wildness is respected. Governance is participative, democratic, and encourages vision. As we move forward, we can decide questions of growth, how to protect our resources, what infrastructure we need, and what our identity as a town is. How would a municipality handle growth? Statutory municipalities are granted zoning and planning powers that are similar to those granted to counties. The town would take over regulating construction permits and licensing business activities. Currently, these costs are duplicated at multiple levels among the county, the BGPOA, and BACA Water and Sanitation, driving up costs of construction. Rather than growth driven by the amount of revenue generated as the BGPOA currently does, growth could be paced to match what the infrastructure can support. There are serious long-term concerns to be addressed such as climate change, stewardship of our natural resources, evacuation and public safety planning, especially in the area of road maintenance and accessibility. Examples of land use controls that would be exercised solely by the town are energy conservation and the promotion of solar energy utilization, the height and numbers of stories, the size of buildings and other structures, the percentage of lot that may be occupied, the size of yards, courts, and other open spaces, the density of population, the height and location of trees and other vegetation, and the location and use of buildings, structures, and land for trade, industry, residents, and other purposes. The source, CRS 31-23-301. What is the status of the petition to incorporate? The petition is still in district court. The BGPOA has filed multiple motions to dismiss, requesting that the petition be disqualified and the election canceled. This delay is costly. The BGPOA is utilizing membership dues to fund the litigation, forcing the volunteers to also personally pay the cost to defend the people's right to vote. I'm interested. How can I help? Information used in this article can be found on our website, townofbacagran.info. Complete the survey using the link on the website. Volunteers will be needed to assist with both elections, first for the question of incorporation and second for the election of town trustees and mayor. Funds are needed to defend the petition in court, pay for election costs, matching funds to complete a feasibility study. Donations are accepted through our website. If you have questions, please contact us at the email citizensfortownofbacagrand at gmail.com. In a change of topics, news from the library, holiday open house at both libraries on Thursday, December 22nd from 1 to 5 p.m. Come have snacks with us and visit with your friends and neighbors at your local branch. Both library branches will have sign-up sheets available for folks who would like to contribute snacks, cider, or cocoa. We know there are amazing bakers in our community and would welcome your contributions. Please note that the libraries will be closed Friday, December 23rd, Saturday, December 24th, and Monday, December 26th for the Christmas holiday. And in the community calendar, Tuesday, December 20th, Swatch County Commissioners Meeting at Swatch County Building, 501 4th Street, Swatch, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Also, coffee with the editor at the Cloud Coffee Shop in downtown Cresto, 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. on Tuesday the 20th. Join Crestone Eagle Editor John Waters for coffee and conversation. On Wednesday, the 21st, Winter Solstice. Winter officially begins at 2.48 p.m. This also marks the longest night of the year. 
Thursday, December 22nd, Ursid's meteor shower. Go outside at night and look up at the night sky. Please see dark skies over Crestone for more information. And Saturday, December 24th, Christmas Eve, church service at Little Shepherd in the Hills Chapel, downtown Crestone, 2 p.m. Christmas Eve church service and dinner at Crestone Baptist Church, T Road in Crestone from 5 to 7 p.m. on the 24th. On Monday, December 26th, Kwanzaa, annual celebration of African American culture, runs December 26th to January 1st, culminating in a communal fest. And that's all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us for the Crestone Eagle. My name is Paula Vaughn. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.